Special episode of I'm In, the Institute of Hospitality's official podcast, sponsored by Cater.com and the Savoy Educational Trust, and hosted by me, Phil Street, FIH. In our bonus episodes, we like to do things just a little bit different. Today, we welcome back the same three members from the 2021 AGM, where we discussed why they said I'm In to the IOH. Back then, it was a first glimpse into what this podcast could become, so I was delighted to have them back to find out how things have changed for the IOH in that time, and what they are looking forward to next. This is a wonderfully upbeat chat, and listen out for the section where Stephen Carter tries to relieve me of my podcasting duties. Thanks a lot, Stephen. Don't forget to give the podcast a like and a share wherever you consume your podcasts. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this uh, special episode of I'm In, the Institute of Hospitality's official podcast, sponsored by Cater.com and the Savoy Educational Trust, and hosted by me, Phil Street, FIH. Today, we're once again mixing things up a little, as we bring in three more wonderful humans from within the IOH membership for our chat. Now, I want you to cast your minds back to the 2021 IOH AGM, when I was lucky enough to have today's guests in for a chat about why they said I'm in to the IOH, how important the IOH is for them, and what they hoped the future would bring. One year on, that future has arrived. So we thought it'd be interesting to see how things have panned out for them in that time. So first up, from within the fellowship, we have the legend that is Stephen Carter OBE. Welcome, Stephen. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for the upbeat mentioned at the beginning yeah very good Jess I always call you a legend because quite frankly you are <laughs> okay I accept it <laughs> how, how are you graciously. anyway I'm very well thanks and Scotland is absolutely glorious today with great warm sun just right for sunbathing instead of being inside talking to Phil Street but that'll change <laughs> yeah so, okay <laughs> sorry about that yeah yeah, and well, at the, you're in the best part of Scotland as well, which is the East Coast. Yeah, um, the East Nook of Fife. Brilliant. Indeed. I originate from a similar place. Yeah. That's why it's the best part. Anyway, are you recording from home today? Yes, I am. Yeah. Great stuff. And just a, a reminder for those who didn't catch it last year and for the maybe the two people out there who don't know who you are, a reminder as to what you currently get up to, Stephen. Basically, I'm involved in quite a few charities and a couple of businesses. One is a spa and a hotel in Essex. And the other one is that I'm chairman of a company called Effective Hospitality Management, which uh, operates hotels, doesn't own any, but it operates hotels and catering premises for owners and gets them some profit returned. So two great guys to work with there, Kevin Keenan and uh, John Shevlin, and uh, they're building a team together. And then I'm still chairman of Five Coast and Countryside Trust and uh, uh, Heritage Site uh, Cambo Estate in Fife. And I'm also just a trustee of the Black Watch Regimental Trust as well. My life. So I keep going. So not a lot then. So not a lot. No. And I still have time <laughs> to you. talk to Phil Street. I know. Well, you, know, I, 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 you are a legend. You've got, you've got a reputation to um, uphold here. So by talking to me, you are doing just that. But no, I massively thank you for making time uh, in that very, very busy it's schedule to, to have this chat today. Next, from within our membership ranks, we have Paresh Vara. Welcome, Paresh. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Excellent. Thanks again for having me. It's been a it's been a it's been a long time since I've spoke to you guys. Yeah, well, a year, right? And but it feels in some ways like it was just yesterday. It does. It's, you see all these activities happening. I think it's great to see. Um, so we don't see them face to face for a while, but actually, it's been great to uh, bring everyone back together again after a long time. 
Yeah, absolutely. And where are you recording from today? Um, I'm working from home today. Ah, okay. Very good. So nice and quiet. In London. <laughs> lovely. Yes, glorious here as well in this part of the world, isn't it? At yeah. the moment, the sun is shining. Summer has arrived. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. So uh, just tell us a little bit about what you're up to now. Okay, so since last year, you know, I've, I work in Paris and I work for the PPHE Hotel Group. So I have been with PPHE for 17 and a half years, so I'm still there. Um, since last year, actually, I've changed roles um, within what I did. So I was in HR and learning development for quite a while. And then just after the pandemic in 2000, last year in September, I moved over to the brand guest experience marketing team. So now I'm still with our people, but um, looking after our guests and the whole guest experience within our within our brands across the group. Fantastic, and that, that's just almost to demonstrate that um, in a year things move on. It does definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, that's that's great to hear, and, and great to see you making progress as well. Thank uh, you. And thank you very much for giving up your time for the chat. Pleasure. And finally, from within our associate ranks, we have the wonderful Katerina Reiser. How are you, Katerina? I'm good. How are you? Good to be back. I'm very, very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't get enough of this public life now, can you? Oh, You're, no, um... no. It's, yeah, almost like a celebrity <laughs> life, I guess. <laughs> you are a celebrity for sure. <laughs> You're absolutely everywhere. But that's, no, that's awesome. Um, just a, a, a little reminder for everybody who you are and what you do. Sure, yeah. Actually, within the year, a lot has changed. I have relocated. So yeah, I'm, I'm I guess, a couple of things now. So within the Institute, I am an of, official co-chair um, of the Youth Council that got into motion last year and was just in the in the start. And as um, in my profession, I am now the front office manager at Juries in Birmingham, as um, and as the hotel's name says, it's um, lovely Birmingham where I'm living now and doing this podcast from. Fantastic. Yeah. And actually, last year when we had this chat, you were on a graduate apprenticeship exactly. with said company. Yes. So again, a nice progression for you uh, in that time, although I think you did announce that it was about to happen. So you um, gave us a world exclusive. <laughs> yes, I think both things were a little bit um, kind of announced, but not into full motion just yet. Um, it was the same with the Youth Council, where we're literally just starting to right, come, yeah. come, come official, become official, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you're very, very welcome. And thank you all again for, for making time for the chat. So I just very quickly, before we get into today's chat uh, in the main, let's go back to why you said I'm in to the Institute of Hospitality. So back to you, Stephen. Why did you say I'm into the Institute of Hospitality all those years ago? All those years ago or just latterly in the last 12, 12 15 months that people have been on board? Uh, I think whilst, I am, uh, whilst I'm in as being on board, then I think things have moved forward. And I think once you start achieving things as an organisation, you get self-momentum and it keeps going forward from that point of view. So I think we have two dynamic leaders at the head of the, uh, the setup in Kelly Rickson and uh, Robert Richardson. And I think they, they're they really making things ha happen, really making things happen. From appointing Katrina as vice chair of the Youth Council and lots of other things, such as restructuring the team and uh, increasing the headcount, which I think is particularly important to get jobs done that need to be done. So we seem to be on a course, I think, of, of going forward continuously and by gum, 
Robert Richardson and seems to be everywhere. I was talking to him last night and he was telling me he'd just been to the House of Lords the day before. Yeah, I know. So he, no, you're right. He does get around that man. But, you know, he, he kind of has to, right? There's a, a, a many, many corners of the industry that uh, that need to be touched. And he's doing his level best by all accounts to, to get around them. Yeah, well, he promised a lot of things when he began. Uh, I was on the interview panel uh, that selected him as the yes uh, the man to drive the job and he certainly and we'll come back to that lead okay <laughs> yeah. uh, so i'm definitely going to ask you about that later in the uh, in the conversation well, for sure well, I better but, shut um, up then. <laughs> <laughs> and um paresh why why did you say i'm in to the institute of hospitality I guess also I echo what Stephen says, actually. I think um, last year, or actually generally in the Institute, I think I've, you know, I've learned so much and met so many different people. And I think, you know, as, as Stephen said, Robert and Kelly are the, you know, the face of the Institute now. And I think you can see this not just on paper, or you can see it out live, you know, all across the social medias. You know, they do inspire me as well. And I think it's great to see the presence of bringing hospitality back together. And I think after the craziness we've had uh, in the last two over the last two years three years even I think it's great to see movement in hospitality and actually support guidance drive resources all of this within um, hospitality in our sector and bringing people in back to hospitality because I think people have left and gone on but actually bringing people back again actually and then having them to you know, enjoy hospitality and seeing what can be done and what can be achieved and how far you can go. And I think people in this on this podcast as well, I think, you know, just shows that, you know, there is progression and achievement. And I think I've learned myself that, you know, being part of the Institute of Hospitality, I've, you know, grown and developed and had a chance to move forward as well. So I'm glad I said I'm in. And guess what? I'm still in. <laughs> yeah. In, in with a vengeance. Exactly. How do you organise... The organisation itself has just grown laterally, uh, Paresh, as well. It, it, I mean, has, it has. We're now embracing so many more sectors, you know, like the supply chain companies, casual dining, even TGI Fridays, casual dining. Robert Cook gave quite a chunk of money to the organisation and he wants to yeah. be involved. It's hospitality. And we are the Institute of Hospitality and we needed to broaden that base. I think I read yeah. there were some cruise, cruise lines yeah. and maritime and breweries and... Lots of different companies are getting involved yeah, as well. Absolutely. And interesting you said supply chain there, Stephen, because last year when we had our chat, that was actually something that you 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 said that you'd love to see an expansion of the membership into the supply chain and beyond. But that was something that specifically um, that you mentioned. So it's great to hear that that's actually coming to fruition. Yeah, it is indeed. I mean, I've, I've got two great suppliers who are eager to get involved and have paid up and are recognized FIHs which is great. And they, yeah. they're doing such a great sales job for us as well. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, well, we're all one and the same thing ultimately, right? Yeah. There's no hospitality without supply. So there we are. But yeah, and then Katerina, why did you say I'm in? Well, we, we seem to be in a very kind of a same wavelength in here with Stephen and Paresh. Shall I just end the conversation now? <laughs> um, well, it's up to you. Listen, you are in charge, I guess. Um, no, this is a celebration of, uh, of one year on, so but, absolutely. Yeah, as I, I mean, I, I still keep saying the same thing that, as I said last year, the, the main reason why I got involved and said I'm in to Institute of Hospitality first was the mentoring program and and i'm i'm super grateful to sarah who's my mentor and we've worked together and achieved together so much but i think it's more about why i keep saying i'm into institute of hospitality now 
and there's so much that I've learned over the the year and the people that you know I've met and and got to know and you know whether it's uh, via online webinars or actual live events especially the live events because it's amazing to be back and last year we we could barely touch upon that one because we we still didn't have that all back but um, everything that's now happened is is crazy and in the in the most positive way I think and and that's yeah I wouldn't want to miss out and couldn't imagine not being a member anymore yeah and that was actually again that was something that you you commented on last year about the, the fact that you, looking ahead you were excited about getting back into you know face-to-face engagement with people through networking and kind of whatever form but actually just actually being able to be around people because that's ultimately what this industry is all about right oh 100 and look it's it's great to know and uh especially when you have looked back and heard what we said last year when you say something it's just funny how the universe just rolls it out and puts it into action hey i'm gonna <laughs> test you all on it later so don't worry <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> no that's great and um i think for me as well to see your evolution in this time did you see yourself doing public speaking this time last year no, definitely not at this level. I mean, considering our great start to the ADM meeting with the technical issues, yeah. <laughs> and that was just virtual. Um, but um, I, I can maybe a weird thing to say because not very many people would agree with it. But public speaking has never been an issue for me, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> but um, but no, definitely not at this level and to the the, the, the scope that that's happened because even. Yes, we're talking about the last year, but even just with within the past month or two, that has all escalated in in a quite a big scale. So no, the answer is definitely no. Yeah, <laughs> Katrina, it's, it's just to add. I think it's great to see you know you inspiring young people. I've just seen obviously I'm not just seeing it, reading it, hearing about it. It's just great to see. And I think when I spoke to you last year, and obviously you were doing you know lots of different things, but now one year on, to see how you are inspiring young people and the youth council and how you brought that the forefront with the team there as well i think it's excellent to see and visually as on you know in social media and the presence so you are a celebrity definitely wow <laughs> congratulations oh, katrina wow. Yeah, it is a celebration here for yeah. sure well most importantly yeah. you're just a natural katrina and you just have a yeah. natural bubbly enthusiasm that just smacks of sincerity and uh, definitely Oh, and determination. This is well. This is a podcast, right? So otherwise, you'd be blushing. <laughs> yeah, I would, and I go red, like red. Um, but no, thank you so much, guys. That means absolutely so much, and and I think that's what drives me and the rest of the youth council as well to see the young people that uh, we have met and had conversations with, because there really is so much out there. And when we started with the youth council and everything got into the motion. We knew that there was a lot out there. Well, fortunately or unfortunately, I think some of these people just need a little push or they need to be kind of dragged, you know, by, by their feet and arms in, into the circles to actually blossom and bloom. So that, that definitely encourages us. And, and what I have seen over the past year is absolutely incredible. And I honestly cannot wait to see how that will um play out now that we're kind of coming back to normality and the hospitality is picking up bits and pieces as well yeah well congratulations on being vice chairman katrina i know robert (laughs) really appreciates your input but that was you know going back to why we 
chose him. Oh, I suppose I shouldn't be saying this nice because he's going to ask me a question. question, but it's a... that was my next <laughs> question. So you're, you're free to go. But, yes, but, for sure. But one of the one of the big things that Robert said in his interviewing was that in his first hundred days, because one of the questions we asked him was, "What are you going to achieve in the first one hundred days?" And the introduction of a youth council was one of the, those right at the top of the list. And he's got it there. He's achieved it. And he's got some great people on board, from what I gather, including yourself, yeah, exactly. obviously. But it just yeah, shows that we can be fleet of foot and we just need to get more youth involved. And hopefully yeah, they'll be with us for years. And we have actually spoken about it um, just because of the events that have happened um, since end of April, beginning of May. You know, that he definitely took a big risk there. It, it wasn't welcomed, you know, by yeah. warm warm warmness and and sunshine and everything because it, it was a challenge it was something completely different completely different direction but i think many people knew that it was needed and i think he and us have proven that over over the over the year and it wasn't obviously easy for him either to then choose who exactly is going to be on that council because he had to make quite a critical decision, but as much as he was critical, he did accept us so, so well. And, and despite us being so different, that's what makes us the greatest, I think, because we blend in together so well. So 100% and, and the, I think, positivity that we've seen now and the feedback that we have gotten from the people around us within the institute and outside as well is is absolutely brilliant and we couldn't be yeah. happier but that's where yeah. robert's been good because he he really got not only the youth council going but then he introduced the future forum and, and that's yep. that's to embrace edi which equity yeah. diversity and all that jazz um well, i'm glad you did that uh, <laughs> well, have your issue, I, i've had that term thrown at me two or three times and i'm keep thinking what I've only just got diversity and inclusion in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Then they add in a different letter. Like, wow. You know, similarly to you, Katrina, he's given people, he's brought on board people who can be given a chance and who can broaden their own confidence and their own uh, skills. And he's got a young lady, I gather, who's chairing that, who's actually a front of house manager at Stanleyland's Hotel in Wimslow. So achieving two things. One, he brings somebody else in. Two, he actually spreads the work of the IOH beyond London, which is one of my biggest gripes 12 months ago. Yep, that we were too London-centric. And I, I was going to bring that up. Which if, well, if I can, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me bring another segue in then, because one of the greatest things I should tell all three of you, if you about, was the dinner that we had in Scotland that our uh, Scottish chairman of the IOH organised, Andrew Thompson. And that was dinner for... F- the, the uh, fellows of the Institute on board uh, the Royal Yacht Britannia. Yeah, not a bad venue. And, and I don't think our London colleagues could believe we could fill the event because there appeared <laughs> to be apathy in Scotland about the IOH. And it filled and had a waiting list. It was fantastic. And it was a great night. Yeah. So, yeah, he's broadened it all over. And he's guaranteed that he will visit Scotland at least twice a year. There will be two events in Scotland, and he'll do exactly the same in Ireland and the same in Wales. So he's fulfilling those promises he made right at the beginning. Yeah, and do you know the thing about that is as well is that you can't hope to be a, an overnight success with this, right? I mean, you, you've got to pick your battles, take small steps, but actually just 
at least you're taking the steps and that's the that's the key point is that you can't get every base covered in the space of a year absolutely but what but what I've definitely noticed in the in the last year is I've never felt a time as being a, a member of the uh, the IOH where engagement with what they're doing is so high, and there's belief that we're moving in the right direction, and actually he set a really really solid foundation to move forward from and just keep those little steps moving forward. And actually, I'll, I'll quote you last year, Stephen. You said. We're good, but we can get better. So let's keep getting better. Yeah, it's not being good when you stop getting better. Yes. And I think alongside with all of that, um, you know, with Youth Council and, and everything else that uh, Robert got into motion, the diversity and obviously the diversity shield that came along and, and got the award as well. It, I think it's a huge thing. It just gives so much more confidence, um, you know, as I mentioned before as well, that there is talent out there, but it just needs a little you know, the extra kick sometimes and, and not always everybody's willing to go and give that kick, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I think the fact that we have become a lot more diverse, a lot more accepting and a lot more focused on um, mixing the the younger generations and, and the more experienced generations, that that's the biggest thing, isn't it? And it's beautiful to see it all kind of come together and blend together. And, and yeah. also they've brought in uh, apprentices within the institute as well, I think. They put one business administration and one event right. management, which is excellent. So it's not just, you know, them, you know, the, the, the management team, leadership team. It's actually they're bringing young people in, apprentices, and growing that, that pool of people too. But, the, you know, ultimately, I suppose the, the membership should reflect society, really, right? I mean, in mm. terms of let's pull everyone from all corners and all backgrounds. And, you know, this is an industry that that shouldn't dis- discriminate you know you you have absolutely no barriers to entry if you really want to do this as a as a career and i think the institute is, is leading the way on that yeah i think we really are and uh, well again it, it's it's just not it's, it's it's increasing the diversity right across the board and and also stretching it out again and getting those supply chain people in and the cruise people in everybody who's involved in hospitality yeah absolutely Paresh, any more things that you've seen this year uh, since last year that you're uh, excited about? Yeah, well, I guess uh, bringing, I, mean, I think one of the things I mentioned a year ago is bringing people back together again and seeing people face to face. So I think they've brought back the passion for hospitality. So the conferences have been brought back again, but also um, they've had more of the network events. Is it above and beyond? Yep. And the next one's on the 25th of July, actually. Good plug. Is that? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> At the board of Hilton, so I'm just on my Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, but no, I think thing I, well, something I did say then was to you know bring in the you know the face to face events back together again and seeing people. And I think you can see that you know you know the institute have organised events, whether it's every month or every other month, and given the opportunity to people across the UK and across England to get back together and network with each other as well. So I think I've seen lots more activity taking place in terms of bringing everyone together and, you know, network events. But what I loved about it, you know, obviously I can't get to all of them. What I did love, which was that you're able to watch on demand uh, on the IHOH, uh, the Rewind on online. So they recorded and filmed the panel discussions and the virtual networking sessions. And then you can get an opportunity to, to watch them online, which allows people with access to the, the membership, you know, to watch them and, you know, have to see what happened and what people are talking about, which is really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's great. 
But you know, I, I think I think in life, like attracts like, and and to me, the combination of uh, Kelly and Robert working together, and they're both, in many respects, when you meet them separately, they're different characters, but how they blend well together and how they focus together on getting the job done, and people can see that their dynamism is is bringing results in, and they want to get involved, so they're beginning to say, "I'm in." Yeah, we had a complete refresh of the committee in Scotland, and some of the some of the names now on the Scottish committee are really relevant to the industry and industry leaders that are truly respected and are driving things forward. And yeah. we do have a good time in Scotland. I'm just suffering a big hangover at the moment from a hospitality <laughs> industry trust function last night in Glasgow. As you should in Glasgow. <laughs> Fantastic. But but the other thing that one of my biggest criticisms last year was the fact that we are the Institute of Hospitality and yet we only have 12,000 members worldwide. You know, we really need yeah. to increase the membership. And we've done that. It's gone up by almost 1,500 people in less than 12 months, which yeah, I think is fantastic. Honestly, you're um, you're stealing all my materials today, Stephen. Um, well, I'm, just, but... I'm just so darned enthusiastic about what has been a pretty slow organization for a few years now and the way that it has just sparked into life like yeah, a sleeping absolutely. dragon snorting away and getting, getting noticed and giving people something to be proud of. For sure. And I think the uh, the increase in membership kind of just demonstrates that the the things are moving in the right direction. Yeah. You know, that, that's a wonderful uplift in membership uh, across a, a year from not from a standing start per se, but, you know, had to reinvigorate, had to re-energize. And that's not to diss uh, any work that was done before. It's just a different time, different people. Absolutely. Um, and- well, I know four of those new members are definitely people who've said, hey, I want to get back involved. And we've been paying our subs for all these years. I pay, I've paid subs for 50 years and not really have 50 years worth of subs. And now yeah. I think we can see how it is. We're getting value yeah. for money. And I Absolutely. think I, I just can add on to that one as well. So the Youth Council had a, our first um, ever live meeting in um, 10 degree sky bar at Galvin at Windows in, in London. And that was the first event that we kind of just focused on student memberships and the AIH memberships, just to kind of bring them together and not being too afraid of the all the experts in the industry. And it was very, very positively, you know, welcomed and, and, and it was a great success and a really good event. But we all, I think we also realized during the whole process of putting the event into motion and, and, and seeing these young people that despite IOH, you know, having all of these colleges and universities that are part of members and, and all of the students get the membership, they don't, first of all, even know that they have it, <laughs> um, even though they just get it kind of yeah. when they become a student. Yeah. And secondly, um, all of them, well, the conversations that we had, they, they did all echo what we have kind of had in, in our minds to say that, you know, that they didn't feel that there was enough cater for that kind of membership. And and sometimes it just feels that if they would go to some other events, um, they don't really feel that they have anybody to exactly talk to because despite them being experts in industry they, they're just so far ahead 
So that's something that we we took away from there, and we definitely want to, when going forward, focus on on the fact as well that that these people are catered for, that the students know that they have the membership, mm. and not just to know that they have the membership, but also what they can get out of it. And I mean, what would be the greatest thing to you know? better than that to have to know that you have a support network of all of these experts in the industry and if you wanted to get anywhere you could always just link up with somebody but um yeah, yeah i don't think it's just made it has been made very clear to them and and we we definitely aim to change that as well to make sure that more of these young people who we have already in the institute are going to get involved and and want to kind of put themselves forward i don't mm. just just to add to that I totally agree. I think, you know, making, you know, the Institute have made it accessible to graduates and my graduates who have the membership. And I think they've gained so much in terms of the the different network events, the, you know, the, the webinars, they've loved it. So they, and again, it's about talking about it and actually what is out there for them and the benefits. Yeah, so exactly. some, some don't know, but actually what I've seen recently, and I think what they're doing at the moment, being accessible in terms of the price as well. So yes. any graduates who are graduating this year, you know, in 2022, you know, £25 for 18 months, which is excellent. And it's and yeah. that's not a lot. And I think, well, I say it's not a lot, but it's not a lot for a student. You know, £25 for 18 months, I'm going to get this, this and that. And I think the more we talk about it, the more, you know, they understand that what they're going to get out of the membership. And obviously with great examples like my graduates or Christina as well, you know, I think it's great for them to have this access, you know, at, at this price as well. Yeah, well, at twenty five pounds, that was my beer money for a week when, uh, when I was a student. God, but I, 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 but uh, yeah, well, times have changed, Stephen. But um, now you would have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can remember in my student days, I was paying one shilling and ten pence for a pint of beer Good. in the Good. north of England, and then I went down to London to Surrey, and suddenly beer was two and sixpence a pint, yeah. which is twelve and a half p. Couldn't afford it. But look what happens when we, we come together, we share information and critically we listen to each other uh, as well. You know, these are some you get a, a student in an environment like that who one, you hope that the Institute will always give people the space and confidence to be able to raise whatever points that they want to raise. But then two, critically, as I say, it's listened to. And that's a great example there of if, if a student has come to us and said, look, we don't really truly understand what the membership means or uh, how we can get more involved. And, you know, the Youth Council has given them a forum to be able to kind of make that first step. And so now we have a new batch of people that we can engage with and, and ensure that their voice is being heard as part of the, the overall piece. Yeah. The, yes, the Institute hasn't paid much respect to the younger generations i don't believe and i think we are now and part of that is because we, we have employed young community leadership now uh, and it's certainly paying dividends kelly is yeah. definitely so young for sure yeah <laughs> did you want that on record yeah should i love that one she, kelly you look fantastic yeah. <laughs> and, and, and robert as well of course yeah well that's going to be a test then we can ask uh, kelly if she actually listens to the podcast because um, well, if she quotes this back at some point then we'll know so there we are. The, the challenge has been set. Um, but actually, I mean, on the podcast itself, it's a prime example of, uh, and actually alluded to this last year when we had our chat, the podcast didn't exist at that point. Yeah. But actually, the chat that we had was almost a kind of test, really, to see because Robert and I had had this vision around the fact that one of the things 
that was well, certainly something that I've always believed in is that in order for us to win, we have to get everybody to the table that's within the industry. And that's, as we've t- talked about, that's not about leaving youth behind. That's not about leaving anybody behind. You know, we should celebrate everybody's differences and everybody has something different to say. And the podcast was a kind of first step into that really around being able to then have a chat with on the same subject matter with uh, an AIH, an MIH, and an FIH, who in principle you think might come at things from a very different angle. And that happens sometimes, and sometimes we're all on the same page. And I've found that really, really fascinating and a great part of the, it's great to be part of the IOH's evolution and doing this because I think we're only just scratching the surface with this and there's a lot that we can do with it. I agree, yeah. And you've done nine podcasts already this year. Yeah, indeed. Did and did yeah, a couple of specials. Yeah. Yeah, um, we've got a, a cracking one on adversity coming out with Kelly and uh, uh, Robin Shepherd. Uh, I think well. you might need to clone yourself soon, Phil. No, 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 no Katrina, we're going to sack Phil and you're going to take over. <laughs> and you can oh, do the whole lot. You'll be I, infinitely I superior. You, <laughs> I don't know how you dug yourself that whole, Phil. <laughs> yeah, I don't really so, know what to cheers, say. Cheers, Phil. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Thanks it's, for the vote of confidence, it's, Stephen. <laughs> it's critical. I mean, I, I'm not blowing the trumpet of Scotland, but I will talk about Scotland for two two seconds, if I may, Phil. And that is that, you know, we've got this fantastic organisation in Scotland called Hospitality Industry Trust. And one way that we really grew it to huge things was to concentrate on getting youth and young people involved. And the best way we did that was to have an emerging talent conference. And now we get so oversubscribed from the colleges and from young managers who want to come along, but we've held on to all the old fogies like me who still go along and pretend we're (laughs) the same age. And that blend of people just comes up with such fantastic ideas and creativity and gets people to meet people. And, you know, you can recognize talent. The people in the middle can recognize talent and everybody benefits from it. In the and I think that's the biggest thing, actually, Stephen. I, I, I agree. And even, even the people that we saw on the event on the thirty first, that it, it's crazy what's out there. It's, it's crazy that we don't know more about it because they are so smart. They are so already quite experienced, if I'm honest. And like we had, um, obviously, the topic of of the the event was um, the future of hospitality within the next ten years. And we talked about like AR and all kind of the virtual intelligence, but also about sustainability and and the young people actually want to focus on that one. And and I think they come up with great ideas of how to make it more sustainable and what what should, you know, companies, not just hotels, but everybody else do in order to, you know, kind of accommodate that. And it's it, it's the talent and and the ideas. It's it's really 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 good out there. And I think that's the biggest thing that why we continue doing what we want to do as well. Because, you know, you wouldn't know about it if you don't search for it. I guess. And that it has brought up so much good good people and and good ideas and thoughts. And honestly, it's it's really exciting to to see how that's going to be put into motion. Yeah. yeah. No, what? No one person has all the answers, right? So no, hundred um, percent. It's better to bring all the people together, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, totally. And that's a hot topic as well. So same middle and young people. So I think now you know things are moving, things are going forward, things are changing. And I think they've got so many ideas, and that's what they want to do now. They want to, yeah. you know, have sustainability in hotels or any anything they do. 
which is great. And all the ideas is, is welcome. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and I think the the the, the BioH definitely gives them a forum to air yeah. those ideas as well. Um, you know, and it, it's not uh, they're not getting dismissed yeah. just because they don't have the, the right experience in inverted commas uh, mm. or whatever. Whether you are not, they are right or not, it doesn't matter as long as the creativity is coming. Exactly. Then uh, it doesn't really matter where it's coming from. No, and that's so yeah. true. Honestly, the, like I think more and more we see the fact that. If you have the drive and if you want to and if you're motivated, you can get anywhere. I think even in the Youth Council, we can show people how you can progress within hospitality industry and how fast. I mean, not not that I want to <laughs> kind of put myself forward there, but I think I'm a, a one of the examples of that. You know, within just three years, getting through the pandemic in the meantime, but just starting from somewhere where I had never been involved with hotels. Yeah, I had been in, in hospitality, but I'd never been in hotels. And now being a front office manager in one of the biggest hotels in, in Birmingham almost, it just shows that everything is possible. You just need to want it. And, and there are so many good managers and people in the industry who want to support that. And they're always willing to look past of, oh, you don't have that much experience, but that's fine. Yeah, and now you're going to take over the podcast, Katrina. <laughs> That's fantastic. There's honestly, there's so much of this podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit so much of this podcast now. It's unbelievable. Um, I'll tell you though. No, and, um, so far, we've only talked about what what has been done over the last twelve months internally, and and one of the biggest things to me is to reach out to that external world and show the world that. We in hospitality are professionals. And I think one of the biggest things I can remember for the last umpteen years, IOH has continually talked about, and we're going to seek chartered status. And we're going to seek chartered status. And next year, we're going to get involved and do it. And it's never happened. And now we're on the verge of getting our chartered status. At least if, yeah. if we don't get it, we ha it's not because we haven't tried hard enough. And both Kelly and, and Robert, again, have, have just gone out there and really sold it. And yeah. you know, Robert, in terms of his own growth and own development, is, is talking to these people in the House of Lords, in the House of Commons. He's dealing with the Cabinet Office because you've got to get Cabinet Office permission to go after chartered status. And not only that, he gets support from within the industry to do it i mean we've got some big heavyweights you know alistair mm. story gave us one huge donation uh, specifically to help get chartered status and once we get chartered status we can sit in our profession alongside lawyers and solicitors and and those people from the professions who tend to look down and say oh yeah those are the people that mm -hmm wait on tables and serve behind bars and add yeah. a real professional touch to our business. Yeah, which is the most honourable profession in the world, by the way, so, uh, waiting tables and ser uh, serving drinks behind bars because every one of us in the world needs that, yeah. wants yep. that. Uh, you know, so uh, I, no, I, I think that just gives it absolute credence, doesn't it, in terms of, uh, that's, I don't even know if that's the right word, but anyway. No, credence is the right... Well, I think credence is a good word. It's a great word for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googling it as I speak. All right. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, and, and just to back up what we all know is that, you know, this is the greatest industry on the planet in terms of where it can take you and what you can get up to and all the different routes that you can take to get to wherever you want to get to. You're just getting chartered status with just help... Maybe the wider world see that. 
yeah, uh, a little bit better. I, I I don't know, but it's certainly it's a it's a wonderfully big stride forward if we can achieve. That. I, I think it really does help. I, I was involved many many years ago with the Institute of Marketing, and it was just called the Institute of Marketing, and we got chartered status, and it you it was just a huge lift up in terms of reflecting on other professions. And other professions turned around and said, "Hey, those guys are really professional in everything they do." It just yeah. develops the whole thing. Yeah, I think that's a absolutely. really big plus that we're well on the way to working hard to get it. Yeah, just keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, our uh, time is ticking, but um, I, I, a question before we we go on our merry ways: Where do you see the next year going, or what would you like to see brought in uh, as part of its continued evolution? And uh, Paresh, we'll come to you. First, oh, gosh. what are your thoughts? <laughs> Sorry. No pressure, <laughs> Parish. No pressure. Yeah, go. <laughs> I, don't know, I think, I think um, no, just continuing what they're doing at the moment is a strength by strength. I think it's just growing more and more. And I think the more activities, the more, you know, getting the youth involved for sure, continuing growing what they're doing. I think it says, you know, taking baby steps. So I think you can't achieve everything all in one go. But I think just continuing growing what they're currently doing. The mental me scheme continue growing that because I think it's good. I'm a mentor for a couple of people, and I think it's great to have that conversations and coaching conversations with people out there. So continuing doing what they're doing at the moment and with what they have, of course, the awards. There's uh, awards coming up soon, so I think that's yeah. great to celebrate success. Uh, I think the fourth of July, which is going to be fantastic, and shouting about the achievements of what we are doing, what young people are doing, and celebrating the success of the different uh, industries and hospitality as well. Yeah, totally. Katerina, what are your thoughts on, on the future? Well, maybe a little bit biased, but I, I feel that what the Youth Council is doing is it's quite essential. Um, so I, I, I think, think that's fair, though. I think you're absolutely bang on. I don't <laughs> think you're being biased at all. Oh, well, that's good. I'll just continue with that then. <laughs> I've, got to, um, I've got to keep you busy so that you don't take over the podcast. You see, uh, yes, so. that's right. True, true. You have to keep that safe. Um, but yeah, so we are, um, you know, um, trying to expand as well. We're trying to get involved an Institute of Hospitality member who's not in the UK or, um, you know, we want to have a little bit of a more international perspective and see how things are done abroad as well. So we are looking for somebody who wants to come and join us. But there's people who always want to kind of be around and, and, and want to do what we do. So that's really good to see. So I think it's the growth that we will see over the year. But I think now that the, the world is, you know, kind of seeing some kind of normality coming to our everyday life, um, and hospitality, I mean, it is still recovering, but we're getting there and the, the, the picture and perspective is definitely getting better. And, and I think and I'm hoping that this will bring quite a lovely pool of talent into the industry and hopefully keep that flowing so that the young people will, will get to experience more of what we are and what we do. And, and hopefully bringing back some of the people who left for a little while because they had nothing to do. And um, we just continue kind of spreading the message that hospitality is a career. Yeah. Just to just to add about the going taking the student uh, sorry the institute um, across Europe. I think we have we have some of our students actually in the Netherlands who are members, yeah. which is great. And I think they they love it. And you know it's new for them. And obviously it's not it wasn't established last year as much as they thought. But now they're like, oh, we we're attending this on on online. That you know the reading materials, using the resources online, the libraries. So that and the app, the books they get. Uh, sorry, the magazines. So it's it's great that 
Well, it's only three students from the Netherlands, but it's a good start. No, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely a it. start. Yeah, and, and that's, I think, what we want to get more out of as well. You know, yeah. we are not just UK-based. We are everywhere. Mm. And even, you know, just lately, the whole situation in Sri Lanka, and, and Sri Lanka. It, it is horrible, but I think Institute can do its own work and support these people out there. Mm. And we, we've actually done that. So it's, and but I don't think we talk enough about that, you know. Um, yeah. So this is something definitely the next year hopefully will bring more up and and kind of unite us even more. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and Stephen, final words to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, make it con- good. continue making profit. I think. Well, that's a good one because <laughs> I mean that's, that's we've lost money for essential, we've lost money for years and years and years, and we made money last year. So let's keep it going and increase the profits regularly. For far too long, we were draining on our own reserves. And I think just getting that chartered status and bringing more and more people involved, the way that it's going is just breeding enthusiasm right the way through. And once you start breeding enthusiasm for something, that just automatically keeps recreating itself. So it's great. I think the future looks very bright. Yeah, totally. And I think, and that's in the face of quite, you know, some quite severe challenges out there at the moment. But, you know, at the end of the day, the challenges are always going to be there. You know, they come in different forms at different times, of course, but we can absolutely fundamentally get more done united than we can divided. Absolutely. And I think that the the IOH is is a great catalyst for that uh, in terms of bringing us all together to share best practice, share our experiences and figure out ways to, to navigate uh, what is always going to be a changing landscape um, is always going to be the next thing to deal with, right? So, yeah. so yeah. And for me, I would absolutely love to see uh, you know maybe twelve podcasts a week or something like that. That would be um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think you definitely need the help there, Phil. <laughs> you'll yeah, need you'll need that to occupy your time uh, <laughs> in <laughs> no, your indeed. retirement, um, Phil. <laughs> I've, I've absolutely so far so good. I mean, for the the podcast, I've thoroughly enjoyed the, each of the conversations that we've had, Great. and it's been a, a kind of um, it's cemented that the idea was the right thing to do in terms of trying to bring pockets of the membership together from various different parts of the world as well, and and uh, and, and all of that. And uh, you know, and we're seeing steady growth in in the listenership externally uh, as well as internally as well. So you know, we just hopefully we'll keep keep churning these out as long as people want to keep listening to them terrific brilliant terrific fantastic well i thank you so much guys for for all your input today i i it did feel a little bit like a celebration i think we can all agree and we all have agreed that things are moving in the right direction and they're not only moving in the right direction they're accelerating in the right direction yeah and uh, i'm excited to see what the next year holds are we going to do this every year yeah why not that's great it's in Scotland, in Scotland this time, face to face. Oh, yeah. oh that's yeah. much better. We'll yes. organise that. Don't worry. Exactly. Brilliant. And we just yeah. need to make sure that you're still in charge, Bill, because I don't know, Stephen has a bit different plans here. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very scared. I'll talk now. offline about that, Katrina. We can do it. <laughs> yes. We can organise exactly. it together. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Okay, so this is Phil Street checking out for his last podcast. He's not a bad host. <laughs> we'll love you, Phil. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Well, thanks very much. Okay. Thanks Thank very you. much, guys. Thanks for the fun. Thank you so much. Take Have care, you two. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye, friends. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. I'm in. I'm in. Today's special episode of I'm In was brought to you by Caterer.com and the Savoy Educational Trust and looked at one year on with Katerina Reiser, EIH, Paresh Vara, MIH, and Stephen Carter, FIH. 
As always, branding and artwork by Sonia Cresswell AIH and music by Leon Williams MIH. To say I'm in and feature on a future episode, contact phil.street at instituteofhospitality.org and to find out more about the Institute of Hospitality or to join our hospitality family, please click the links in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and join us again soon for the next episode of I'm In where we will be talking about future innovations. <laughs> <laughs>